3: Hey, it's Cavino and Rich. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great
4: selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated BF Goodrich All-Terrain TAKO2. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. Go to TireRack.com
3: slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be.
5: The pregame show America has always wanted.
1: I've the future. I've the future.
5: From the Vegas Strip, here's R.J. Bell.
6: You heard it. I'm R.J. Live. 200 Fox Sports radio stations, coast to coast. What an hour. We are going to live up to our tagline, the pregame show America always wanted. We're going to break this game down. First, the Kevin Durant news. We got it up to the second, Vegas' opinion. Also, if you're rooting for Golden State, if you're thinking of betting them, we're going to make that case. Then Toronto, thinking of rooting for them, betting them, make that case. And then at the end of the hour, the picks joined in studio Brad Powers killing it killing it lately Sports spatter's listen for the money sports fans listen to no more than their bodies my personal promise we will deliver the vegas truth to you You can't have pros Jonas without Joes but hold on Jonas hold say hi Hi All right <laughs> we just have a drop of Jonas <laughs> He's not really here just his giggle And Fazek, why don't you know? Should we hear from Fazek? You think?
5: It's a good idea. I love Jimmy G. (laughs) Oh wait, Fazek
6: isn't here. (laughs) And there's a story, or at least this might be the most interesting part of today's show. We might as well just get to it. I need help. I don't always know the answer. I'm not always sure of the answer. I've had some bad months betting. I'll tell you that much. So, Fez and Van Vliet, if you listen, you know there's been a real connection between those two. Fez loves undervalued anything. I mean, if there was an Apple stand on the side of the highway that gave Apples 20% less, sold them, he'd love that guy because he loves value, Fezic. Thank God for the listeners, right? That's what we're trying to give. But then Fezic's very uh, hot and cold. Wouldn't you say, Brad? Oh, yeah. And, I mean, if you do him wrong, I mean, there is not much rope. So for two years, Fezzik was saying Van Vliet, Van Vliet. I'm like, who? For a while. And then finally I looked into it. I go, yeah, he's pretty good. No, no, top 30 player in the NBA. (laughs) It's like, that's insane. (laughs) I mean, like, it's truly like if they were going to try to put Fezzik away in an institution, that would have been one of the first three things (laughs) they said was he thinks Van Vliet is one of the 30 best players in the NBA. <laughs> but then Van Vliet had a bad streak. Fezzik talked to the entire country right here and said, formal separation, me and Van Vliet's over. All right, send the mail somewhere else. Well, then. Right? how would you describe Van Vliet's performance since?
7: Well, Van Vliet ends up having a child, so maybe he was a little distracted. And since then, Van Vliet's probably had the seven best games of his entire career, at least the best seven-game stretch.
6: Exactly. If you look at any seven games, probably yep. the best, at the highest level, brightest lights, conference final. And you said it. It finds out. You know, <laughs> I think some of us have had this experience. I have actually haven't. I got enough faults where your girl, your partner, whatever, your texting, where are you? Where and all of a sudden it's like, boy, they should be, you know, responding. And then I know guys they go crazy. You know, billions had a scene where Bobby's screaming into the uh voicemail and then he finds out, you know, it's not really as bad as he thought. She just fell asleep or whatever. And then, uh oh, right? You're showing how, you know, Anger that wasn't warranted. And you mentioned it. Van Vliet was having uh, his wife a baby. And I don't know if Fezzik knew and was just mad or if he didn't (laughs) know. I don't know. All right. But here's the story. Van Vliet was injured in a way that affects your appearance. He had a tooth knocked out. Bloody. And I read a lot of the reports because I figured it might be a topic today. And it was so weird. He was talking about being teary-eyed throughout the process, not just when he got hurt, but, you know, for days after or a day after. And then it was weird. In the article, it was saying that he was a gambler, that he had a gambler's heart. (laughs) And I'm thinking, man, that is weird. And then Fez doesn't show up today. (laughs) And it's like, you know, Van Vliet's hurt, teary-eyed talking about gambling or being a gambler might be the, that's a quote. And then it still felt like, ah, Fezzik didn't show. And we got a voicemail. Now I'm not sure <laughs> what exactly he's saying here, but let's listen to the voicemail from Fezzik.
2: Freddy needs me.
6: Brad, that said Freddy needs me. Wow. What LA let's listen to that one more time.
2: Freddy needs me. <sighs>
6: I don't know. Case uh, closed. Uh, <laughs> I,
2: I mean, I've n- I haven't heard anybody go that high pitch before. That was amazing. That was <laughs> well, Mariah Carey esque. When you're when you're emotional. It happens. Uh, that's true. Summer. Yeah. But... I guess you kind of lose control of everything. <laughs> um, uh, so, RJ, here on Straight Out of Vegas, look, we are going to have all the latest on everything surrounding game five and a potential elimination game in Toronto coming up at 9 p.m. Eastern Time between the Warriors and the Raptors. But the big news that came out earlier, according to several reports, Kevin Durant is going to give it a go for the Golden State Warriors coming up later on.
6: And it's had a huge effect. A huge effect. Right now, Vegas is saying Game 5 is a coin flip. About 50-50, about as close to 50-50 as you can get. Now, let's break down, and it tells a heck of a story, what, ha- what has happened since Game 4. So, Game 4 is over. There's batting. Dust Saddles and Brad Power's... Toronto at home is favored by? Three points. Three points. Okay. Home court's four, typically in the NBA. So this means must-win game, truly an elimination game for Golden State. A little bit less. So Golden State's a little better than Toronto. Now, we might question that. I might. But also, there was built into the number a chance, some chance that Kevin Durant would return. And if it were announced, let's say Sunday night, Durant's out, the line probably would have went from three to four. Yep. But it was at three, Toronto favored, because there's a chance Durant was going to play. Then some news. Sunday night, it comes out. Kevin Durant practices on Sunday for the first time since his injury. So now whatever you thought the odds of Durant playing... And remember, the basic way to handle uncertainty is, and let's keep it simple, two possibilities, A or B, is what would the price be at A? What would the price be if B happens? And what's the odds that it's going to be A or B? So let's use a simple example is let's imagine a player is worth two points. There's a 50% chance he's going to play. Well, without him, minus four. You know, with him, minus six. Two points, 50% difference, can going to be minus five. And then whatever the truth is in this case, plays or not plays, once it's known, it will either move to four or six. So in this case, there was built into the minus three opener that there was some chance of Durant playing. Once the odds of that increased because he practiced, the line went to one and a half. So minus three Toronto down to one and a half. Now today, it's announced... Pretty much that he's going to play, though. It seems like
7: there's still a little uncertainty. And what happened then? Now the game is virtually a coin flip. Another point and a half drop on the line, RJ. And if you want
6: to bet Toronto right now in Vegas for a big bet, you can get plus ones all over the place. So there's pickums, there's plus one. I mean, this is, if anything, a little closer, it seems, to Golden State be in favor. Yep. Now think about that. If Durant was out... Line probably goes to four, four and a half. He's in. It's a four-point move. And we don't have any idea what percentage of 100% Durant's going to be. Because I'll tell you right now, it's simple to say A or B. Let's say someone's suspended. But it's not so simple when I mean, you got a guy literally two days ago couldn't practice. Now, when we throughout the rest of the show, break down Golden State's chances we <clears throat> to win or why we think they're going to win. And Toronto's, I think that Durant, 100% or not, what percent is he, is the key to that. And I've got a really strong opinion on that. But let's stick with Durant just one more minute or two and talk about what this game the rest of this series could mean to him personally
2: yeah RJ and and there's been a lot of discussion about Durant's legacy and where's it at if he doesn't play if he does play moving forward his decision in the offseason you have a different take on Kevin Durant and his legacy moving forward
6: yeah I tell you a couple you know as of a week ago before Toronto maybe a little longer started exerting themselves in this series my thought was this was the worst night. There should have been a nickname, the Durant Apocalypse or something, something better than that as a hashtag. Because to me, if, if Golden State would have won this series in five, right, or even any six, what would it have done? It would have been, Durant, you were not with this super team, but you had maybe the best assemblage of talent ever. I mean, like, if you look at that, Uh, OKC team and you say at their peak, all right, Russell Westbrook, Durant himself and Abaka and James Harden. I'm not (laughs) sure if you would say every team, but I think if you say their peak, peak, maybe like when Walt went to the Lakers. But let's say either at their peak or younger than their peak. So it doesn't you know, what does that mean? It means Durant could have won it. You know what's funny? We're going to talk about how unusual it is for the underdog to win the finals series. And this will be a historic upset. But you know who was one of those upsets? OKC was favored. Over the heat. Over the heat. So it really is a situation where you could say, Drank, you had a real chance to win one. You didn't. You won one. You won a second. OK, he is great. Would the narrative go? But then... He's out for pretty much the whole part of the playoffs that matter, and they still win. I got to be honest with you: if pregame just kept moving without me, no, you know, best company in the world, year one, year two with me, year three, I'm gone for the whole year, and it's still the best company in the world. I'm, it's pretty reasonable to say how important are you? So I felt like if Golden State had done that, it would have been. Such ammunition for the naysayers down the road. Now, if he would have won a title somewhere else, best player on the team, Knicks, whatever, would have changed it. But imagine he retires without another title. It would have been horrible. Now I think it's flipped. It is now what you would call a free roll for Durant. It's now a no-lose situation. Think of the two possibilities. He comes back, the team rallies, and they win. It was like That's like Westerns are made like that. The townsfolk are having trouble. Guy (laughs) shows up. Everything's okay. All right. Or they lose. And it's like, hey, I've been hurt. I'm not the one. I mean, he's not going to say this. I'm not the one that got us down 3-1. So can't blame me. I tried my best. In fact, I came back. So you know, we'll hear stories that no human could have came back this soon. So to me, that won't help his legacy a ton. But maybe it does, because if you win two with Durant and then the third one, he's out and you lose. It's sort of the same thing in reverse that we were saying. And it's easy to say, oh, Durant just cares about winning. It's all about titles. Hey, we've said it before. Maybe it used to be that way with players. It's always been about numbers. In the past, it was number of titles. Then it became stats, how many points. And then it's literally Instagram followers. you got to wonder how much Durant cares about winning another title for his teammates, for himself, and how much he cares about his legacy. And maybe Durant's one of the rare ones that don't. Doesn't seem like it to me. And I don't think we're really casting aspersions saying these players today in 2019 care about more Than just titles, and they seem to care less about titles than they used to. When we come back, we're gonna start the process. Is if you like Golden State, what are the main reasons you should feel confident?
2: That's coming up next. He's RJ Bell. I'm Jonas Knox, and this is the pregame show you've always wanted right here on Fox Sports Radio. Straight out of Vegas!
5: Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. On Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
0: Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career.
7: The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact
0: muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at Meta.com slash Metaverse Impact.
4: Hey, it's Kavino and Rich. And if you're traveling to see your favorite team this spring, you have to stay at Graduate Hotels. They're obsessed with college sports. Each graduate hotel is like a shrine to its hometown and local college team, but in a good way. Lots of cool details for alumni, vintage sports throwbacks, nods to campus legends, school colors, and mascots.
3: Why would you stay anywhere else? Graduate Hotels is the perfect spot for the next time you go see a game and need somewhere to crash. They have over 30 hotels coast-to-coast, down south, all over the Midwest, so odds are there's one where you're going especially for games in the big conferences. You can check out all of Graduate Hotels' locations at graduatehotels.com.
4: And when it's time to book, get up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. C-R-S-H-O-W. That's good at any Graduate Hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com.
3: It's Cavino and Rich, and you've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that'll elevate your drive.
4: They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on-site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash sports to see their Pirelli test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports.
3: TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be.
1: Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game.
6: I'm R.J. Bell. We are straight
2: out of Vegas. And I'm Jonas Knox, voice of you, the fan. Coming up here in just a couple of moments, we are going to make our case for the Golden State Warriors staying alive in the NBA Finals.
6: Each weekday, we have fun bringing the fun of Vegas straight to you. Right now on the strip, it's 99 degrees. That's a problem. (laughs) And the neon is sizzling. You know, Jonas, when we put this show together, I knew I needed a voice of the fan. I didn't know he would have such dulcet tones and be so smooth. Right. And it just worked out. But we do leverage that voice of the fan. And in pre-production, you really feel like there's a psychological element. So we're starting to make the case, if you like Golden State to bet, or if you're a fan rooting, here's some reasons to be optimistic Let's start with that psychology.
2: Yeah, I think it's this is going to be a telling moment for the Golden State Warriors and how that team really does either have chemistry or not. Because I think if I were leaning towards one way or the other, that they're going to come out inspired, they're going to come out you know, they always say the last thing to go on a, a championship boxer is his punch. I think they've still got a punch left. They don't want to go out and be eliminated and be embarrassed the way that they are. And the return of Kevin Durant, I think, is going to help them in that cause, uh, not only on the floor, but I think psych- psychologically and emotionally. And I think Golden State's going to come out big. All right. Well,
6: I tell you this. <sighs> I, I don't so much disagree with that. And I think the flip side could be Toronto could be a little intimidated. Hey, daddy, you know, we were fine beating up the kids, but daddy's home kind of mentality. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure the Kawhi, you know, Bill Simmons said he's never seen a team take on the persona, the ethos of their lead player like Toronto has.
7: Yeah, and after even game four, Toronto goes up 3-1, there's a video out there on social media that took a video of each of the players coming out from uh, – they're entering the locker room. None of them had any smiles. They're just nonchalant.
6: There, there's, a, there's an assassin's yes. gleam in their eye. It exactly. me. So here's – you know, to me, if I look at Durant, I have a friend, growing friend, uh, his name's Dr. Uh, Chow, I think is the way it's pronounced. He's uh, the former Chargers team physician. Mm -hmm. And he's on Twitter a good bit talking about what he sees on the injuries. And I talked to him recently. He said, listen, the first game or two Durant comes back, which presupposes he wasn't able to play the prior game, he will be extremely limited. He goes, this kind of injury is not A or B. It's either healthy or not. This is a process. And think about non athletes out there, non professionals with a twisted ankle. You know, it's just a little better look. This supposedly, this kind of injury is even more the case. Now, that sounds like a negative for Golden State, but imagine this. What was our case when Curry was winning all those games without Durant? Brad, how would you characterize? how we were trying to explain that.
7: Well, without Durant, it was Curry. I mean, I think it was
6: more about the team. It was about motion. It was about Curry's the alpha, and everyone else is having fun spotting up. Now, with Durant, the offense went through him. But imagine, Curry's a lot smarter than me about basketball. Imagine if they still run the offense through Curry, But Durant, because he's physically limited, especially mobility, he is the spot-up. He's one of the spot-up shooters. So now you're exchanging whoever Durant's going to be playing for in any given spot for one of the best shooters in the history of the world. So if they came back and tried to run everything through Durant, I would be so pessimistic about Golden State. But if they let it run through Steph still— and Durant's a spot up shooter.
7: Mm, that's he, strong.
6: He would be a huge addition. So, in game betters, if it looks like that's the way it's going, I would be super optimistic. Here's another case you could make about Golden State. Even without Durant, they split the first two games in Toronto. That's pretty good. All right. I mean, that's the best you can hope. They took back home court. Game three, not only did they have their best player out, but they had the third best player out. It's kind of hard to imagine the Bulls with, uh, you know, whatever era we're talking there. Rodman's out. Jordan's out. Probably not going to win that game. No. Even though they were still favored in it. Okay. And then you could make the case, and this one's stretching it just a little, that the one game in which there was only one day's rest was game four. And Curry had played. And this is the thing about when there's an injury. Guys can step up a game two, three. And we had those big numbers about how well Golden State did without Curry. But there wasn't 10-game stretches without Durant. So, eventually, Curry doing so much more than he's used to, you're going to get beat up. And to me, what was just flabbergasting in game three when Golden State was out of it at a certain point late. They kept Curry in the game when it was futile. It's like you got to turn around in 48 hours and Brad, I anyone that watched game 4, Curry physically wasn't even,
7: he wasn't injured, he was just fatigued. Fatigued nowhere near what he was in that Herculean effort in game 3. I got to ask But what? here's the question, Herculean only makes sense of lifting the things
6: up Return something to you. They didn't. They what? still
7: lost the game. But it wasn't even that. It's yeah. like they were down by twelve with what you know. Yeah, a minute and a half left, and he's diving for loose balls. You know, at
6: some point, you got to wave the white flag if you're Kerr. And who knows how much that affected, you know, the one day off only after that Herculean effort. That some of it was unnecessary in Game Three. The game was decided. Heard him in game four. Uh,
2: two things, and I do agree with you. If you watch the last game, Curry was a shell of what he was the game before, so he looked like a guy who expended majority of his energy and, and was not 100% heading into that. Not that he was injured, but definitely looked fatigued. The other thing that you bring up, too, If they run the offense through Curry, like you're saying they should, and I agree that's absolutely what they should. Kevin Durant hasn't played in a month. It would make no sense to run the offense through him. What you're doing is basically swapping out Quinn Cook for Kevin
6: Durant. I'll take that swap. I I think that – I mean, listen, he's not a good gambler, but he's making some sense there. (laughs) Terrible. Jonas Knox in L.A. I'm R.J. Bo. We are straight out of Vegas. So Durant, I'm questioning how much he's going to – provide, but I see a scenario as a spot-up shooter. But really when Golden State hasn't had an anchor dragging them down and if you're, we're making the case in game three, I think that's an easy case. You lost your best guy, now you lost your third best guy. It's hard to win home or away. Game four is a little more of a stretch, but now we've got two days off in between. In theory, Kerr's going to feel better and maybe has to do less even if Durant's just a spot-up shooter. I think that's a pretty valid case if you're a Golden State rooter. Now, let's look at history. Brad, we got data going back, series prices. So, final round, Vegas, who they thought was going to win or lose. We got 35 years of data, uh, finals in those 35 years, 35 of them. How many times did the underdog win the series?
7: Only eight times.
6: All right, so 35 times, eight times. The underdog wins. Let me see if I can get this straight. All right, 27 times (laughs) the favorite wins. So 27 and 8. It's pretty good. So you think Golden State's supposed to win this series. History says they will. But actually, it's bigger than that. If you look at Toronto's odds coming in as an underdog, about plus 230. Yep. If Toronto wins... Where does that rank last thirty-five years when it comes to upset?
7: Second biggest upset in the last thirty-five years.
6: <sighs> Boy, when we say in the NBA the better team wins the seven-game series, <laughs> they do. Yep. But lordy, B, the idea that Toronto as a plus two thirty dog, which is small. I mean, relative to underdog. I mean, you see in baseball all the time plus two thirty. The idea they'd be the second biggest underdog in thirty-six years now with one more year. That kind of make you feel good if you're Golden state. The theory is the better team exerts themselves over seven games more than they would five, and the series would be over. Just for curiosity, who was the biggest upset?
7: Pistons over the Lakers, 2004.
6: Ooh. Plus 500. You know something? That will be an interesting segue into how do dynasties fall because when we get to the Toronto pro side – I think there's some stuff about this, let's say, a limping dynasty that will make you optimistic if you're a Toronto
5: fan. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas, weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific.
2: Straight Out of Vegas here on Fox Sports Radio. Coming up in 12 minutes from now here on FSR, we're going to take a closer look to game five of the NBA Finals. I'm Jonas Knox, the voice of You, the fan. He's the voice
6: of Vegas, RJ Bell. I'm not sure what it says about me, but when I hear Learjet, I can't not think of Ric Flair. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, so that's branding. So for Ric Flair. All right. We're finishing up the case for Golden State. And then the case for Toronto is next. And then picks. Picks from the pros. I think what's fascinating here, and we talked about it, this would be the second biggest upset of all or the last 35 years in the finals if Toronto wins. But we've had 71 games, Brad, in the NBA playoffs in which the home team was up 3-1. to one. That's the case we have here. Home team, supposed to be the better team, up 3-1. to one. In those 71 games, what was the average favorite? Uh, how big of a favorite was the home team on average? A little more than eight
7: points a game, RJ.
6: Wow. So we got 71 games. And we're saying when the home team, the better team, is up three one, closing out in game five, typically they're laying over eight points on average. And this game's Pick'em. So where does Pick in those seventy one games, where does Pick'em rank, and let's look at it from the Toronto perspective, as a low line for
7: that home team
6: looking to close out?
7: It's the lowest in seventy one games. No team has ever been Pick'em in this spot. Or favored. Or Yep. So the market is saying. Or a dog, you should say, if on the Toronto side.
6: Yeah. Tr- yeah. Uh, Toronto's never been a dog. And, and, and the team up 3-1 at home has never been a dog. The team down 1-3, as Fezzik calls it, has never <laughs> been a favorite. Okay? So literally we're saying this has happened 71 times in a seven-game series. And Golden State has the best chance to win according to Vegas, than any team in history in a game five spot like this. Another reason to be optimistic about Golden State. And really, I can't top that.
2: So let's move to the other team. That's right. And then we'll move to the team that is up 3-1 in the series. That would be the Toronto Raptors. So, RJ, what is Vegas's case for the
6: Raptors in this game five? Yeah, and remember, we're not giving a pick at this point. We're telling you the Golden State case now, the Toronto case. Brad, he's working hard. Let's tell you know what's funny about Brad is when Fezzik's gone, and we'll find out why Fezzik's gone. But when he's gone, Brad gets re- he steps up his game. You might think, oh, you know, he's just a team player, but it's weird. He's been here about two and a half years or three years now, I guess, almost. And from day one, you could just see him look over at Fezzik, Brad Powers, and it was like, I want his job. I want to be Fezzik. I want a mansion in a yacht. And the only thing he demanded in his contract is we occasionally play this sound drop. Check this out. He was the baddest cat
1: around until I showed up.
6: Brad Powers says (laughs) via Mr. T that he was the baddest cat around until I showed up. Well, He stepped up today. Brad, you had a really interesting numbers about when a series is 3-1 and the home team's winning the series. That in the finals, ooh, this looks mighty good.
7: Yeah, so the team up 3-1 in the finals has gone on to win the series. 33 out of 34 times. Only once has a team not won the finals when they've been up 3-1.
6: And you might remember that team.
7: Yeah, you might. 2016 Cavs team came from behind and beat the Golden State Warriors. I cried that night. <laughs> well, we know you cry. Yeah. That's a whole other conversation. But what? did you cry that <laughs> night, too? I did. I was in Cleveland. My
6: God. So now we have two times <laughs> on record. Yeah. Tiger Woods <laughs> yep. wins. You cry. Yep. And now, when the Cavs win, you cry. Yep. Jesus. I mean, the fact he's admitting it, you got to <laughs> wonder why. Like, if we had tape, I could get it. Like, how are you going to act like you're not crying? But he's admitting <laughs> it. My gosh. All right. Actually, if we'll have a little more. I got a little tape that might interest you about that. We'll do it after the break here in a few minutes. All right. So, really, histories. And by the way, just all series, when the team's up 3 1 at home. Yeah, those 3-1 teams win a ton, all NBA series. Yeah,
7: 96% of the time they win, that's two hundred thirty-three and one in the finals, yeah. Toronto
6: spot, up 3-1 at home now in game five. And 96, what's
7: the number on that? How many yeah, games? Two, 250, 239-11. Woo-hoo-hoo! 239-11, NBA
6: history, teams up 3-1 playing game five at home.
2: Uh, Do you guys think that there's anything to Toronto's history at home in the playoffs? I know this is a different year, but they have, there's been spots. Look, the first game of the playoffs this year, they lost to Orlando. There's been spots to where Orlando or where Toronto has really struggled at home in the playoffs. Do you think that's factored into this at
6: all? I think those demons were exercised. Uh, I mean, I think we saw some of that in the Orlando first game, right? Yeah. The idea that this team that's now where they are, is losing against the magic, if I remember correctly, yep. that does I think there were some demons there. But remember, Jonas, Milwaukee was minus 900, 900. Yeah. And, and, they, and, and the assassins from Toronto <laughs> just kept going. So if anything, I think Durant coming back, I think being at home, that crowd's going to be going crazy. This might be the loudest NBA crowd we've ever seen. Yeah. Totally
7: agree with that. I mean, you would say the loud. I mean, what? Just from watching the games, or yeah, I mean, speak aloud. How about the Toronto fans at the end of Game Four and Golden State? They were incredibly loud, and- singing "Oh Canada." Are you kidding me? This is a chance to win your first NBA Finals at home. Game Five, dethrone the the dynasty that is the Warriors. And it's yeah, Canadi- it's going to be
2: loud.
6: And it's Canadian beer, and that's just another level.
2: We're <laughs> just to, to, it's a step
6: up. All right, so we are finishing up a recap of why we think Toronto has a heck of a chance. And we also talked about Golden State. There's a lot of reasons on both sides. Another Brad Powers, f stat here is there was this talk about how good Golden State was before Durant. A lot of talk about, well, do they really need Durant when they were on the good run? But this was shocking. If you look at this team, so led by Curry, it's played, Golden State, 17 finals games without Durant, either by injury or the first two years of this dynasty, they didn't have them. And this record is sh- will shock you. In those 17 games, just winning the game, Golden State? Eight and nine. Eight wins, nine losses. So this team is below 500. That's amazing. I, I mean, it makes sense, right? They yeah. lose the one series. They've li- but it just goes to show you at the highest, and, and that's what we see in the Super Bowl all the time. Think about some of the teams that won their conference that couldn't win the Super Bowl. Imagine that Chicago team against Peyton Manning. And that quarterback, you remember who the quarterback was? Rex Grossman. Imagine Rex Grossman <laughs> holding a Super Bowl trophy. That I doesn't can't. feel right. <laughs> and I mean he's a you know, one of the, you know, whatever. He a better quarterback than me. But I really do believe the championship is different because it takes that last level of ability, of team, whatever. And Golden State's proven. And if they lose today, well, I guess Durant's playing. So 8-9 and in the finals without Durant for Golden State, it really speaks to the idea that Durant, and, and they've won two titles with him, Durant probably has been getting a bum rap, maybe even on this show, to be honest. When we come back, we'll finish up the Toronto case, and then we'll give you picks. And Brad Powers, trying to shine, is going to tell you why, as a fan, he's rooting hard tonight.
2: He's RJ Bell. I'm Jonas Knox. This is the pregame show you've always wanted, and it's money making time next here on Fox Sports Radio.
1: Vegas!
5: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen
0: live. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills.
5: Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is.
0: Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash impact.
4: Hey, it's Kavino and Rich, and if you're traveling to see your favorite team this spring, you have to stay at Graduate Hotels. They're obsessed with college sports. Each graduate hotel is like a shrine to its hometown and local college team, but in a good way. Lots of cool details for alumni, vintage sports throwbacks, nods to campus legends, school colors, and mascots. Why would you stay anywhere else? Graduate
3: Hotels is the perfect spot for the next time you go see a game and need somewhere to crash. They have over 30 hotels coast-to-coast, down south, all over the Midwest, so odds are there's one where you're going especially for games in the big conferences. You can check out all of Graduate Hotels' locations at graduatehotels.com.
4: And when it's time to book, get up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. C-R-S-H-O-W. That's good at any Graduate Hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com.
3: It's Cavino and Rich, and you've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that'll elevate your drive.
4: They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash sports to see their Bridgestone test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com
3: slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be.
1: Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game.
6: I'm R.J. Bell. We are straight out of Vegas.
2: And I'm Jonas Knox, voice of you, the fan. We have been making the case for the Golden State Warriors and the Toronto Raptors all throughout the show. If you miss any of this show, you can always catch the podcast at foxsportsradio.com afterwards. So, R.J., now we finish up making the case for the
6: Toronto Raptors. Yeah, and my best bet's coming up in a minute. And I'll tell you this. If you listen and go, wait, they're making the case for Golden State? They're making the case for Toronto? Yeah. There's a case on both sides. There's never a bet that there's not a case on both sides. Or you're missing something. Put that in your pocket. Finally, with Toronto, this is a team you could say, oh, home game, Canadian crowd's going to go out. Third-best record in the NBA at home this year, percentage-wise, 41-12. and 12. Got even better in the playoffs. So this is a heck of a home court. And you look at this, the, the, the quarters. So we've had four games Sixteen quarters, Brad. Toronto's won thirteen. Yep, thirteen and three with the quarters. I mean, everything is saying Toronto right now is the better team. The and and they're picking them at home. The a team that's forty-one and twelve. The only wild card is Kevin Durant, and my best bet is going to come up in just a minute. So, RJ, we talked about the line move, and the line
2: move has happened yet again. The Golden State Warriors are now a one-point favorite on pregame.com. They were a one-point underdog on pregame when we started the show less than an hour ago. So, a line move that just took place. Uh, Now it's time for your best bet. And the
6: public's getting involved. Mm -hmm. See, that's the thing. They're coming home from work. Honey, get get that casserole ready They get on their phone, hunched, maybe in the bathroom. Not saying that our, <laughs> I'm not saying that our research ind- indicates that, but okay. <laughs> Slow down. I certainly do not like Golden stay tonight. If I had to bet tonight's game, I don't. If I had to, I would be betting Toronto. But I don't need that either. Right now, the line on the series is Toronto minus 430. So bet 430 to win 100. History tells us that in the finals, a team up 3-1 at home, Brad? Wins almost all the time. 33-1. 33-1. And, and, and I'm only laying <laughs> minus 430. You might say, oh, RJ, this is a different team. Golden State's a-. maybe But how do dynasties tend to end? Brad, if I said, do they end with the last great effort to fall short—
7: or do they end a different way? They start in, in your experience? No, nah, it's usually a disaster. I really think of the the biggest upset we've seen so far in the NBA Finals. Uh, it was the Pistons over the Lakers, and that didn't end so well. And, and I think, think
6: that's a good analogy. Yep. Not a great one because you're not, well, I guess Durant's the theory is he's leaving, so there is some similarities there. To me, it's energy. How many more games has Golden State played? in the last five years in a typical NBA team. And they've got their titles. Yeah, I know three's better than two. Or for, for Staff and the, the Legacy guys, four's better than three. I just don't see them having the fight. Kerr has done such an amazing job, amazing, keeping this team motivated. It looks like they're running out of gas. We've never seen a team... Even the Bulls weren't this engaged. And LeBron was in a bunch of finals, but he wasn't competitive in a bunch of them. This is the you know, most intense and maybe successful five-year period we've seen in a long time. And they're tired. They're hurt. It's just not Durant. And by the way, if you would have bet this series about an hour after the last game, you would have had to lay minus 700. Now I'm only laying for my best bet R.J. Bell, Toronto minus 430 because Durant's going to limp out on the court. That is value. That's my best bet.
3: I'm a winner, not a loser.
6: History says it's true. All right, Brad, real quick. (laughs) I don't want you to get too emotional here. (laughs) You've talked about the various times you've cried. You've admitted two of them. Real quick.
7: Yeah, I'm with you, R.J. I want Toronto. Hold on,
6: hold on. What?
7: Real quick as in, tell us the two times you've <laughs> cried. Oh, two two times I cried. Jeez, Tiger Woods, two times. It's a lot more than that. Tiger Woods winning the Masters this year. Very emotional after it. And then also when Cleveland broke the big citywide drought as far as championships. And there's times we don't know about. Yeah, Derek Jeter's last game. Are you surprised at
2: my tears, sir? Strong men also cry. Strong men also cry.
6: You're excited. <clears throat> You're <laughs> you're accepted here, Brad. Wow! Derek Explain Keeter's why you're rooting game? for Toronto. You got 30 seconds, and, and tell us if you think you'll you will cry if they win.
7: I won't cry if they win tonight, but I'm certainly rooting for Golden State's dynasty to end. I think the dynasty, at least in the last couple of years, has been bad for the league. TV ratings are down because it's almost been a foregone conclusion. Golden State's going to win at the end. They've been a prohibitive favorite. Toronto winning is good for the sport globally. Having a non-American franchise. Look win at there, that vision
6: and and let. Let's be honest. You're the underdog against Yeah, You just root with the dog. <laughs> I do. You know, Colin was talking about the ratings. If we have a champion tonight, we'll be talking about the macro picture. But also, tomorrow, 6 Eastern, we will have next year's NBA title awards, guaranteed.
2: If you missed the full preview of Game 5 on any of today's show, including a best bet from R.J. Bell, you can check out the podcast at foxsportsradio.com. We are straight out of Vegas back tomorrow, 6 p.m. Eastern time, right here on Fox Sports Radio.
1: Straight out of Vegas!
5: Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app